shop with my big best good friend doug morgans back again we're back at we're it finally uh reconnected. yeah well we took the whole summer off uh yeah, i think the last episode was uh an episode i did with spark Tabor in right. uh, up in liberty or er, uh, not liberty but toledo i sent the intro in on that one yeah you I? did yeah you did yeah you did and uh and then all of a sudden that is a my pillow pillow topper it's 50 dollars brand it was 331 Dollars brand new. They brought me the receipt in and everything. What size that go on? It's a king. Yeah. It says that right there, king. Yeah. Supposedly it's one of the, it's a top brand for whatever. I don't know. It's supposed to like make you I have one of those on my bed. I think it is that same exact brand. I yeah, got it at uh the My Pillow is the new thing. Oh no, mine's not that nice. Yeah, the My Pillow is the guy that's in the commercial and he's fluffing up the pillows yeah, and stuff. That's like the new I couldn't believe she brought like because she had to she brought it in to me to donate so that because it was wrong they sent it in they sent her the wrong thing yeah so instead of her sending it back they they said you can donate it to a nonprofit chair and then we will give you an wow. exchange for it but I had to show them proof that she brought it that in she brought me in the receipt like three hundred thirty one I'm like what that is a hell of a statement for a company to say go do that instead of ship it back to us yeah I thought it was a because they messed up I guess yeah so they thought well instead of sending it back because you know it's They've already had it out of the package. Yeah. By the time they send it back to them, they I mean, it's recyclable materials. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I, I've seen companies that yeah. are like, yeah, ship it up and send it back to us. Pay oh, for yeah. the shipping, and when we receive it, we'll, we'll send you it. a voucher, right? For or we'll take it off the cost of this or whatever. It's like right. eh, I don't know about all that. This company's probably, but they're newer and trying to be established, so they're probably doing things that they can. I saw the My Pillow guy. Uh, you know, like they had a kiosk up in uh, Costco, mm -hmm. and there was a dude there. You know, he wasn't being too aggressive with the sales pitch, just saying hi to people or whatever. But if you walked up to him, he'd give you the whole rundown. Right, right. Have you ever seen the guys that sell the uh, the knives, like at a trade show or whatever? I'm they have never... they have headphones on, like what we've got, basically. Really? And they're they're selling it and they're slicing it and they're dicing <laughs> it and everything. Like it's crazy. Uh, you how they were. I've never been to. I don't really frequent those types of. Well, do you remember um, they used to have the Super Sale? Is that what it was called at Hair Arena? Oh yeah, the, the uh, not Bill Goodman's got a okay, nice show, yeah, that's but it was like <laughs> it was like that, but for what's that, dear? The white plates. The white plates. Let me see real quick what I got. Doug, Doug got a wheel and deal. We used to have this thing called the Super Sale in Dayton at the uh, at the Hair Arena, and it would have like. Vendors from uh, like Soundwaves, the the stereo car stereo equipment company would come in, and they'd set up a booth and they'd have some discounts and stuff. But you'd also be able to buy stuff like this is before eBay, so this would be like all the people that are selling knickknacks, paddywax, thumbjacks on eBay would set up a booth instead of having an eBay shop at the Super Sale, and so you'd be able to buy like I remember I bought some uh, bootleg guest watches. Really? And some bootleg. I think I bought a bootleg Nautica watch so, there for like 10 bucks. Like Sunglasses. Just, and so you can get fake Oakleys there and stuff. Flea market style? Like kind sort of. Yeah, I guess that's exactly the word I was looking for was like a flea market style. But we never had like a established flea market in Dayton. Yeah. Like, like uh, what's that? Trader's World? Trader's World. And there's Caesars Creek. Yeah. On the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So this was like an indoor version of that. But uh, 
this is this is crazy that we're back here and uh uh let's talk about it man what you been up to man just been uh family family yeah. life and here trying to keep i don't have any set hours anymore here unfortunately we're <sighs> recording live at the thrift shop if you didn't catch that yeah that's why you're hearing cars travel cars travel past second exactly. shelf come down where uh, what's east dayton deals going down on the daily east dayton love going down oh, there on it is. the daily everybody coming down now we're still uh Doing the thing down here, helping out the community when we can, getting a lot of donations. It's that time of year, though, man, winter time. It scares me because, you know, the, the bills, the veterans, and you just never know how much money you're going to generate yeah. because the weather kind of changed. You can't put stuff outside like like I like to or, you know. Get snow down. And you don't get a lot of donations during that time. You know, usually yeah, People aren't moving. People, uh, people kind of go hibernation style yeah. uh, in this part of the country come winter. Yeah. But we I, had a pretty good summer, though. You know, for not having set hours, man, and I had so many supporters, so many people support the second show. It's, it's amazing, man. From the 50 years it's been here to the people that in the last six years that, that I know that just, I mean, they pour. Like when I put a Facebook post about things we need, man, I usually get bombarded. Oh yeah. Because people know that we're doing good stuff down here, and they yeah. like to know that their stuff's going. So we, we uh, it's it's. it's That's really what it's cool. all about for me because I could have easily got on eBay and sold oh, all of yeah, these dude, jackets and done, stuff. Yeah, they're only like most of them only been worn for one season or yeah. whatever. But, uh, you know, my son's growing so fast now right. that like every year I'm buying him new bibs, new winter jacket. Oh yeah, big weekend for your son, right? What's that? Uh, didn't you have the? Oh yeah, this last week my son scored his first high school goal, and it was so awesome because I was like sensing it. Mm-hmm. Like the last couple games I'd been to, I was sensing that he was about that he was going to score, and he wasn't like he his last couple games weren't his best games, but it was like I was just psychically envisioning it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I was watching this game, and he had taken a shot, and it was like close, but it it, it missed. You know, he like took it from too far out when he really yeah. should have just dribbled straight into the goal. Right, um, and excited, I could see it. Like I could that. see the look on his face. Like next time, I'm gonna take a touch. And I was, I'm coaching from the stands. I'm right. like, take a touch, take a touch next time. Yeah, and I try my hardest not to coach from the stands. As a former coach, I know how frustrating it is to hear right. parents coach their, their kids so now, individually. Take a touch. What's that mean? Because soccer, I don't know about soccer. I'm okay. guessing it means kick it a couple more. Yeah. So times. if the ball's like, if you're like running on to the ball and there's nobody like right there with you or whatever you take a touch meaning like to get the ball under control at the pace that you're moving if sure. you're running right. and uh sometimes you don't have time to take a touch sometimes it's got to be a one-touch pass mm-hmm. but uh so this next time he had the ball was moving towards the goal drove really hard and then made a sweet pass inside the 18 which is like the penalty box area to another player who one timed it and the goalie was really good made a save but then my son got the rebound took a touch took and a then touch. put it in the back of the nets nice and i i mean i'm just standing there like that's gotta be you know finger in the air like that's right? my boy well, take a touch in today's world could mean a few different things oh you're, yeah yeah we're gonna, not catholic so it's not grab it's her not, grab her in the old yeah grab her biscuits <laughs> It's that's uh, cool, man. I, I, when you texted me that, I was super hyped for you because I know I texted I'm, you and Chris Allen because yeah. I was like, I got to text my fathers, <laughs> let, let them know some pride going down in my, in my car right now. I mean, right. it was emotional. I called my own father and told him about it. That's cool, man. I, I look for I like I've been watching my son's too. I, he's two and a half, so like little things that he does in the playroom, like he jumped over a ball today to get to me. I'm like, ooh, yeah, looked like he was about to spit like. Look like a, a football move. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh yeah, I can see. He got it that. in him. Yeah, Can't it's wait. in the DNA. You know, he's already running and stuff. Now he's like, it's just cool, man, watching him 
get like he, he seems like he's going to be athletic. I mean, you never know. Yeah, I I coached my son's indoor team for like seven years and uh, every year, and he was never that into it. Right. He was into it sometimes. Like there'd be times where he scored three or four goals a game or something like that, but it was rare. And then like the next game, he'd be out there like you know damn near picking up dandelions from yeah. the indoor field and it's like what are you doing you got to be careful like see i don't want to be that you know i i don't you don't want to be the type of father no. that's pushing them too yeah. hard to make them not enjoy it and i i tried line, my best man. yeah I've, i i didn't have that so it's not in a way i kind of wish i had had parents that had challenged me more because like my parents would no matter what happened the worst thing my mom would say was that wasn't your best game i've ever seen you play yeah that's all that's but i remember one time i was coming back from a tennis tournament with these, uh, with another family that lived kind of in my neighborhood, but they were way more affluent. Like both the boys in this family are classically trained pianists. Mm-hmm. They can, I mean, I think the one dude's like a, a an anesthesiologist or something like that, and the other one's uh, some other six figure type job, Doing something you know, awesome. something something awesome. And but they were both <laughs> awesome at tennis, and they were both biracial. Okay, and. Uh, so I remember listening to the younger son, who was a couple years younger than me, and the older son was a couple years older than me. And then they were, the father was just berating the younger son for having lost a tennis match to a kid who was, he deemed, not as good as his son. Sure. And the things he was saying, I didn't disagree with him. You know, I wasn't like, oh, he's not, he wasn't like being mean, but he was like mad that his son wasn't trying his best or playing his best. Like, what were you thinking? What, what, what you know, what was going through your head? And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, parents actually talk to their children like this about sports? Uh, yeah. Because I didn't have you any never of that. Had, right. I didn't have any. And I was a top-tier soccer player, but I was only uh, – I was a hack at tennis. You know what I mean? Like, I would go – I would always get first team all conference, but we were playing a bunch of farm schools. Right. You know, there was a couple kids um, – the, the younger kid – when he was a sophomore in high school, I was a senior, he beat me for athlete of the year, even though he was only good at one sport. And I was like starting varsity in every, in all three sports that I played. Right. Um, because he went to state for in tennis. tennis right. So you get like four points for winning sectional, four points for winning districts and four points for winning state. And so he just, I mean, I couldn't even keep up with yeah. all my letters and recognition or whatever, but it was a wake-up call to how some parents are. And even as a coach, I knew who the talented kids on my team were, and I knew how far I could push them, which Mm -hmm. wasn't a lot. In fact, there's two kids I'm going to go see – well, four kids I'm going to go see play tonight that I worked with uh, uh, that are playing for Yellow Springs Varsity. Five. Sorry. uh, Five. Half the team, basically. Nice. Uh, You know, we're we're, – I had them in the offseason. Yeah. But – it's one of my single greatest joys to watch those kids play oh, and bet, see how dude. they develop. That's got to be really cool, man. I wish I could get into to coaching. I mean, I probably will to some degree when my son gets. What know, do you think you coach? Um, I'll probably help out with any basketball, basketball football, baseball. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I'm. I wouldn't consider my. Yes, ma'am. Doug stepping stepping away to help a customer real quick. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about what's been going on with me since last we recorded. Um, I think the last time, so that was Sparks. So that was probably like the end of June. Wow. Um, July, I went to Mopop Festival uh, in Detroit, and it was a very interesting situation. I went with some friends from the Toledo Funny Bone, and we went to go see The Roots on 
Friday, and then we were going to go to Mopop for Saturday and Sunday. Really just Saturday because Bon Iver was going to be playing, and you know Bon Iver is my heart. But on that Friday, we went to go see The Roots because uh, one of the girls that I was going with had extra tickets. She said, yeah, you want to go see The Roots? I said, who doesn't want to go see The Roots? So we go, we sit down, we're hanging out, me and Dom, we're chopping it up, and um, right before the concert, like the opening act, who was Common, if you don't know who Common is, uh, I don't blame you, not my favorite artist, but I know who he is, he was the opening act, and they're probably going to do some songs with The Roots, because he has some collabos with them, and uh, we sit down in our seats, and then these two people come out, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we have some news for you, The Roots are not going to be playing tonight, <laughs> so it's like, oh, man. But, but Common's going to put on a, a full show. And so that's kind of like um, that's kind of like being told the band you're not coming to see is playing, but the guy you didn't care about, he's going to do two hours for you. It's like, eh. But it ended up becoming this, like, hullabaloo because I didn't know how the tickets were acquired. And apparently, it's not like they were acquired illegally, but somebody had gotten them from a loved one and the loved one had wanted to go to the concert, but this person was like, no, you can't go because it's going to be a girl's night out or something like that. And apparently that was just a big lie. And uh, and the dude showed up and wasn't too happy. Uh, in fact, he didn't even t- he didn't tell anybody he was there. We were just like walking up the stairs. And uh, one of the girls turns around. And she goes, that's uh, what's her name? Boyfriend. And uh, it was truly, truly the weirdest night of my life. It, it all ended. I mean, everything was going well. We were out in Detroit walking around. They were eating pizza and pastries from all the different shops and stuff. And I uh, I ended up mm-hmm. all dollar on the, each, last, man. the last little piece of time that we were all going to be together. Ended up getting kicked out of the dude's car, the, the, the boyfriend's car, because, uh, because I was using the N-word. And uh, he was like, yeah, you can't, you can't ride with me. I heard you dropped the n-word a couple times and I'm, that's not cool and i was like even though i'm black and he was like you don't look black to me and so i was like <laughs> i don't even know, i don't even know how to argue with that you know what i mean like when was this from this was uh, that night i went to the mopop festival to see bon Iver in july oh uh, i don't remember hearing that story yeah it was awful and um and so i'm in downtown detroit by myself i get kicked out of this car at like 2 30 in the morning is it now wait who, what, how did I you know, know chelsea the bartender up at toledo yeah, yeah, yeah. it was this other chelsea that used to work at toledo funny bone okay. her boyfriend and um so we're all me and the two chelsea's and, and dom were supposed to go to this festival the next day and uh i could see the look on their faces they were like oh my god you know because like nobody really knew what to do but i was tripping so it was like uh-huh. it was like at the end of my trip but it wasn't and i wasn't tripping like super hard or What's anything that, buddy? like that that's you for Halloween, bro. But it was it was one of those things where I had to question my own blackness for the first time in my life. I've never – I've questioned my whiteness mm-hmm. a lot, but I've never questioned my blackness. And uh, and the next day – you know, they, they – they, she, she told me the next day he apologized. He didn't know me or who I was. And to be honest, I'm wearing like a Thrasher hat, a North Face shirt, right. khaki, these, these exact same pants. Right. Uh, you know, Pumas, you know, I'm not looking my blackest, (laughs) but at the same time, I've never thought about justifying somebody's uh, racial heritage based on how they look. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, and I remember like the one time I said, because I wasn't even using it derogatory. I remember these dudes were like walking across the street and they had like 
liquor bottles in their hand and they were like drinking them and there's like cops everywhere and i was like niggas in detroit be reckless mm-hmm. i think that's exactly what i said and he's like looking he's giving me these side eyes or whatever but i was thinking to myself like i looked around like is he looking at something around right. you know but i didn't think of anything about what i had said i didn't think it, but i now looking right. back i'm like oh clearly it was when i said that but i think ultimately i don't put any fault on anybody i'm not mad at him you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Uh, but the whole thing was, I mean, and this, I'm not trying to tell, you know, stories, but apparently the reason they didn't want him to go to the concert in the first place is because he's an asshole. Oh, yeah. So. so, but you know who I saw there? I saw Nate's cousin, uh, JJ. Nate Washington. Nate Washington. You know, J, 3J, the DJ? No, I don't think so. Um, He's a great guy. I saw him at the concert, and we both knew him. But he was, like, so faded. Like, he was sitting there, like, at the end of the concert, like, his hands, like, holding his head up, you know. And I saw the, this boyfriend dude, like, hit him and be like, wait, what's up, man? They dapped it up or whatever. And I walked by, and I was like, what up, Jay? And he, was, he just kind of was like, Argh. And I was like, gotcha, bro. I've been there. And so I kept it moving. But if, if we had all stopped right there and I had gotten that three-way acknowledgement that we both know this dude, oh, this is my dude, uh-huh. this is Right. Probably. So was the dude black? Dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's like he's like six five. Oh, he outweighs okay. me. So this dude was black. Okay, got he's, you. You know, he looks like a – I wouldn't say a militant black guy, but what had, we had kind of all bonded over this fact that the last bar we stopped at, there was this, like, Greek dude that was, like, talking trash to the bartender. And she was, like, a nice bartender, but he was, like, just being belligerent and – toxic male masculinity towards her and stuff like yeah. that he's like why don't you come work at my strip club why don't you come work for me i own a strip club and it's just like uh dude what are you doing yeah. and then he like didn't tip her because he wouldn't she wouldn't let him order food down there or whatever because the restaurant's about to close right and uh and so when i got my bill which was for a club soda i wrote in i was like charge she was like i'm not charging for that i was like charge me at least a dollar because i'm gonna tip you for that dude and everyone right. in the bar was like, oh, what a, you know, like, and so, uh-huh. like, even the dude was like, eh, that's, you know, laughing or whatever. And and it was like 10 minutes later, I'm getting kicked out of his whip. No kidding. <laughs> so that was interesting. But the next right. day, we went to go see Bonavere, and it was everything I ever wanted out of a Bonavere concert because the girls, like, I'm, I'm so big, man. You know, if it's like a standing room kind of a concert or whatever, mm-hmm. and I start moving my way through the crowd, right. I'm just being an asshole. Right, right. Right. But when girls are doing it, and I'm like ducking down and I'm like following them, and they got like, they're like, they're like looking back like here, you know, they're like doing all these different things that I'm like, oh, that's genius, like to help themselves get into a better position. But once we got so close that I could see yeah. Justin Vernon's mouth moving, I was like, let's not go any further because we were also moving out to the side. Now, if we were moving centrally to the stage, I would have maybe, but it was just getting so much dense. And at one point, after we got to the closest point, they were like, make way. I could hear some people go, make way, you know, like through the music or whatever. And I see this lady, and you know those walkers that you could also sit on? Oh, yeah. Where they got the handbrakes on them up here? There's like two of those, three of those ladies coming through. (laughs) One of them didn't have a walker, but two of the ladies are coming. And it's on uneven ground i mean it's yeah. like a, it's like a park that we're in you know and it's like and I, so i i went like this and i like put my arms out to the side to like make way uh-huh. and uh and when i was 
done doing that, I noticed that there was like this one girl was like rubbing on my arm or whatever, and she was like, "I'm so sorry," and so I'm just really rolling really hard right now. I was like, "It's all good, babe. It's all good," and uh, it was just awesome and uh, uh the best the best concert i've ever seen live and i owe it to chelsea and chelsea for getting me that close because i certainly i would have been just as happy watching from the fence line let me let me come around you here man so i don't take you up in my cords doug you got to make the transactions that'll be two two dollars yep i'll have a lot more christmas stuff coming down soon this box is my box. Uh, this would be a quarter after half off. Oh, yeah. That's the old Xbox. That's the old Xbox 360 yeah, supplies up in I there. I found it. I want oh, to take your time. No hurry. No hurry. But, yeah, it was um a great concert. A great concert. So much so that, like, I felt like I got my fill of festivals this summer with Bonnaroo yeah, and did. uh and this one with your son and then yeah man it, and my son's like eager to want to go next year i told right. him we might not go to bonnaroo because it's so expensive unless mm -hmm. there's like a bunch of bands we want to see because this year there was really only this would be 50 cents each only one dollar half off so that'd be 50 cents i had a whole slew of them i'm down to oh you got the shag rug going on yeah, down here yeah yeah i'm the math mom but yeah, man, I got uh, Yellow Springs is playing uh, their first tournament game tonight, so I'm gonna go down there and check that out. Tournament like state tournament? Nah, it's like it starts at the beginning. It's like, it's like the regional, I don't so know, like sectional the, or something yeah, like that. Got you. And uh, it's first round, and they're probably number one or number two seed. Oh, so really? They're, so they're a good team then? Yeah, then? they're balling out of control. Nice. Um, and so they're probably playing a team that they're gonna wax poetic over. Right. And uh, I like, I like to see my guys get some goals, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I like to watch a good game, but I like to see some. Where's it at? Is it at Yellow It's Springs? at Yellow Springs, which just makes it even easier for me because I'll be here till six or seven or whatever, and then I'm heading back home, and it's right on my way home. Right on, bro. About to go get some sushi with the boy. Where at? Uh, you know, Fusion, have you ever been there? I've heard of it. It's I've right by Melt. It. Yeah. Uh, over there at the, at the mall. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's oh, like right. the Chipotle of sushi. sushi. Gotcha. You point, you're like, I want some of that, I want some of that. Except there's way more options than Chipotle, but it's way less food than what you would get at Chipotle because it's sushi. Right. You know, but it's yeah. good. And that's like the, really the first sushi I've ever eaten. This would be 30, half off of that. Yep. Like I've had sushi at like uh, Asian restaurants and stuff like that. You sit down, you order like, and then it comes back like 15 minutes later or whatever. And they're making it. Yeah, because they're making it or whatever. And it's also like, it'll be like four pieces or something, five pieces of this, six pieces of that. Like this one, it's like, um, I get enough sushi when I go to Fusion and it's like eight bucks. Yeah. And you get exactly what you want. It's not like you're mad at them for. I can't do so. I don't know what it is. There's something about it. I just can't eat it. All I get is like tuna, you know, but my son's getting like. The, the like the salmon eggs on top. I don't even know what it is. I'm like, I, he's brave. You yeah. know what I mean? He's a brave eater. I have food allergies, so I'm I have no bravery when it comes to that kind of stuff. No but I started the uh, golf clash tournament this morning. I think I qualified in my really? first attempt. Yeah, I've been doing horrible. I have been too. But uh, whenever I qualify on my first attempt, I feel like right. You know they got the new thing now with the clans group. Have you yeah, seen are you on a clan? No, me I could either. Be. I, I just haven't tried to be. Well, how do you? What is that about? It's just somehow you get into a group of like, and then you get stats, and you kind of 
I don't really know. Honestly. Should we start our own clan? Maybe we should. Well, we, uh, have to like just be to- me and you. Totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one that was like Midwest Ohio or something oh, like that, and I was like, oh, that's probably what I should. And then I tried to look at it, and it said it cost like ten or fifteen thousand coins to I'm start not even one. Sure, man. But they got another. They got another tour they added too, like tour twelve, I think, or. 13 or whatever to- they updated a lot of stuff yeah. dude they they changed the way you can see like your opponent adjusting their ball yeah they've done a lot of different which is great because i always felt like that was an easy way to cheat but yeah the golf clash golf clash has right definitely here. fallen back on my uh okay so that's two three four four twenty five four fifty so far Uh huh. I would make it thirty. If you bought that, I would give this to you for free. Okay. You're buying a piece of history right there. Yeah. Really? That's. Oh wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. What's the? Me too. That's Me too. A very I actually talked about statement. that on stage this weekend. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing, ma'am. I wish more people had that kind of attitude. Unfortunately, we live in a hateful world. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a symbol, and it's also. He's the he coach of our team, and I want our team to be successful. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's irrelevant to me too. Yeah. It's an evolved position. Yeah. Right. That's correct. Yep. That's true. That is true. That's a good attitude. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't know what he knows. He's yeah. getting top secret briefings. He's getting all kinds of information that we'll never get. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's not that type of dude. Yeah. 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 One dollar, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally 100% He doesn't look agree. like he does have a lot of fun, does he ever? Not anymore, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but you know, yeah, that's the job. Yeah. That comes with. No. No. It unfortunately no. comes with it, yeah. In, in our in our world and today and, and he's and he's so in your face about it too that it, it rubs people in a way that yeah he's still like you said yeah yeah I yeah agree or disagree with what he does and Mm 
Mm-hmm. They, they'll, they'll try to hurt him. If I, if I would even think that somebody that I knew would hurt him, I would turn and hit him. Yeah, for sure. If I knew somebody was going to hurt anybody, yeah, I, I, I'm just not with that. In fact, I love everybody. I want all humans yeah. to... I don't think I heard about that one yet. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, man. There's a different kind of sickness. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't comprehend those types of acts. It doesn't. I just can't yeah. even understand them. You know what I mean? The acts of violence towards anybody, but especially like babies and stuff. They got them videos out, man. Oh. Oh God, I'm mm. sure. Jesus. You ain't kidding. Uh, people like that. You need more than a switch. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big old switch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The rest of his life. Yeah, that's a tough. That's tough, man. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, ugly spirit. Yeah. 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 The mugshot. Yeah. Yeah. Those usually aren't the most flattering of pictures of people. Except that one that, that you get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to find out what you did. That stuff, you, you pay for it. Yep. You ain't kidding. They're mean. They yeah, they're, they're <laughs> all you're saying they're men like they're as in gender. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know how they do. Yeah, that's Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> probably in there lifting weights. Did you me. ever do that show at DCI? No, the Women's Correction. Yeah, uh-uh. That was like one of the first shows I ever did, and uh, and they can't have makeup or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But they can take like Kool Aid packs from the commissary and make and, it, and then make that like their, their lips way. a little bit red. Yeah, they got it. They got their ways. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of dye in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different. That uh, makes. I think the men that are the the gay men in prison that want to be looked at as females, they do that. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, they dress up. I watch them uh, locked up shows all the time, man. It interests me because I could not imagine living that life. Nah. Uh, Ah, seamstress. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can I can sew. If I can look at it, I can draw a pattern 
Nah. That's a trade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might be in trouble. <laughs> I can't do much. No, you got your jokes. Or, yeah, you yeah. can dance for them. You got ring your jokes. <laughs> Make stupid videos. They wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> this is that movie. Is it? From that meme, from that little uh, gif or whatever. Jeremiah Johnson, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to look that up right now just so I can like, prove it to myself. I saw his face and I was like, that's got to be it. Yeah, I'm yeah it is uh, now. I'm remembering it now. The yeah. gift. It, yep, yep. It's yep. like it comes in close up of it. Yeah, and he's like, he's yeah. like shakes his head like he's nodding yes. Yeah. That might be the the cover art for. Uh, oh wait, I'm not in gifts. Let me see. How do I do this? Yeah. Amen. All right. It is. So then I owe you it back. is. There it is right there. There you go. There's 40, and then I owe you 10. I'm going to send it to you, there Doug, you so I don't You're very it. welcome. I'll get you a bag here. Yeah, I did a, a bit this weekend when I was uh, I was in Richmond, Indiana mm-hmm. on Saturday. And I did a – I just kind of was improvising. I was just like, you know, people always ask me, like, what I think of the president because I'm biracial or whatever. They assume I was with Obama. They assume I'm against Trump, I think. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't – I mean, I liked Obama, you know. Sure. Uh, But there were some things that he did that I didn't like. And it's the same thing with Trump. There's some things that he's done that I'm like, okay, that's not – I don't hate that. But there's some things that he says. It's more about the things he says than the things that he does. Yeah. But what I said was is that I love the president. I love our president like I love every human on this planet. In that I don't want harm to befall them. I don't want them to have, you know, uh, evil or any, you know, anything bad happen to them. But at, at, yeah, me too. Yeah, I put and I equated it to this. I said, look, I'm a Bengals fan, and uh, and we have a coach that I don't agree with. You know, he, I would have liked to have seen him be replaced a long time ago. Oh, and seven in the playoffs, they keep bringing him back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I want my team to win. Which is why I'm okay loving Trump, because I want—he's the coach of our team, and I want this team to win. Yeah, man, it's kind of like it's silly to have the attitude. I do believe that there are so many people out there that are just against the Republican Party that they, or even vice versa, or don't, yeah. that you would rather see them fail just so you could feel better about your yes. argument and your stance. Yes, which is ridiculous. It makes you a sad soul. Yeah, you're a and sad it, human being. If if you openly hope for the president to fail, then you are not a smart person. Yes, you really are. There's no. There's no really arguing that. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Yeah. Because it does us no good. Yeah. It does you no good if he doesn't do well. And, yeah, you may disagree with the things he does. And at the end, when it's all said and done, you can look back and see the things that he has or hasn't done. And it may turn out to be garbage. And that's fine. But until then, you got to stick by, you know, you don't have to. You can do what you want. You can do what you want. Obviously, you can act and. I just don't subscribe to the idea that my opinions are fact or better than someone else's opinions. Right. I'm just, they're just opinions. You know what I mean? They're, they're a collection of the way I was raised and the things that I believe. But for somebody else to have a different set of opinions or beliefs because they were raised differently, it's like I totally understand that. It's, a, it's ridiculous to think that one person's political argument is the correct one right. because we've been doing it 100,000 different ways since we – you know, figure this this government out. Could we do it better? Absolutely. But it all starts with civility and talking 
and getting along. It doesn't help us to fight and bicker and shut things down just because that's not my guy. Yeah. You know, but that being said, I, I had to switch my license over to an Ohio license recently so I could register to vote. Oh, that's right. You've been in Chicago. Yeah, I was in Illinois. Illinois, And so I'm up in the social security office for an hour. I'm up in the DMV for an hour. Then they, this lady starts coming through the line, checking documents to make sure you had the right ones for whatever you needed. And she's like happy when somebody doesn't have the right documents. This one girl, like, she was like, Oh, do you have a utility bill? She's like, yeah. She's like, did you fill out the form? She's like, yeah. And she holds up the form. She's like, you filled out the wrong side. She's like, no, I filled out both sides. She was like, Oh, Oh, well, you didn't have to fill out. The-. I'm like, well, just right. What's the problem? You wanted, it, right. but then she gets to me and she's like checking my documents, and I had everything. And then she's like, "Oh, your social security card, your number's not on this because I couldn't find my social security card, so that's why I had to go to the social security office." But you don't get your card the same day anymore. Yeah. So, um, I brought some W nines that had my social security on it, and that's an acceptable form of replacement document, right? Yeah. But I get there and. Like, the first six numbers are blacked out, just has the last four. She's like, oh, see here? That's not going to work. Smiling in my face. I'm like, <laughs> she got you. <laughs> so I went home thinking defeated, like, ah, oh, I'm not going to be able to, because it was the last day to register to vote. Right. I went home defeated, went, looked at my other W-9s, found two that have my Social Security polls. So I'm, I went right back up in there. And Make I'm sure you get her in line. Waited in line for an hour and a half. She's the one that waits on me. <laughs> She's like, hmm, there's something going on here. Like when she's in the computer, says there's a hold on your license. Hmm. Apparently, my license was suspended for a year in Illinois. Remember when I was going to Florida and I got stopped in West Virginia and they got me for... Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a $200 ticket. But when they sent the ticket to Illinois where my license was, Illinois has a mandatory year suspension for any type of possession. Really? And I didn't know that. And since my address had changed and I hadn't probably, it was probably, it was so far after my uh, change of address from my last address, they probably did send something in the mail. It just never made it to Columbus. Hmm. And um, yeah, so it, it apparently just got reinstated in September. So did you have to pay like a, a reinstatement? $70 reinstatement fee. So that was after waiting in line again for an hour and a half. Uh. But I was like, can I register to vote? So she gave me this form. I filled it out. She's like, as long as you get this taken care of before, like, the beginning of uh, November, you'll probably be okay to vote in the next midterm election. And I was like, okay. So I got all the die. I went and paid that. And it was only like $70 or whatever. And uh, so now I got to go back tomorrow. I got all my documents and everything. I'm going to try to get the license tomorrow. Hopefully I'll get my voter registration card in the mail that will say I'm able to vote in the election here. Uh, but my I'm wondering if I could do an absentee ballot in Illinois. I don't want to mess with it that that deeply, but right. all I know is I've only voted in like two midterm elections in my life, and I am really fired up to vote this year. Like, and I last year I was like I don't. I mean, like the last election I was like I don't want. I don't care for either one of these candidates, so it's not that important to me. But now I realize how ridiculous that is. It's like even if I'm not making a difference. It's one of those things that I still want to say I did it. Yeah, I I'm not. Yeah, I don't. The whole that. it's all the whole system's designed for you not to do it. You know what I mean? The whole system's designed to be as hard as possible so that only the truly dedicated people do it. Right. I look. I see both sides. Like my dad's like gets on me because I don't vote for president. I never vote for a president ever. I never have. I never will. Because George I, Carlin said you shouldn't. 
I just don't because I I don't I don't know enough to like people are like well that's why you should educate yourself to make but even educating myself and even knowing the things that they tell me doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be true and I don't know what you know I just don't I don't trust any of them when they, and yeah. especially when I see the smear campaigns where they're just trying to smear the other I'm just yeah. like that's not how I just don't I, but I don't complain. I mean, I'm one. I'm never one that's like this is bull. I mean, because I don't. I don't. Know. I'm an independent, and I would vote for either party if I aligned with the values of. Yeah. But what I really am, what I'm really focused on this is balance. You know what I mean? I don't like a Republican president, a Republican House. You know, like I don't like sure. all branches to be facing one way. If it was Democrat, I'd probably go in there and pick out some Republicans just to balance it out just because people yeah. railroad their ideas through and then it's like, now we got to go wait 20 years to get this thing back. You know what I think Trump's going to do right before this next I bet you mm, about six months he's going to start talking about federal legalization of marijuana. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap if he pushes that through before the next election or says he's going to do it after the election or whatever. That's going to that's going to be a that's going to be hard for some. I know some people that can't stand the man right now that would be like, ah, he's got my vote. Yeah. But, you know, a Democrat could do the same thing. But the, the whole oh, stigma behind legalization of marijuana, I mean, it, it needs to go way further than that. Right. We need to be legalizing a lot of other things. Right. How you doing, bud? Okay. All right, man. Still got 50% off everything, but I'm going to start doing this podcast with my dad. Oh, really? You know, I've been going up there. Yeah, like yeah. We've, we've been having these great conversations or whatever, but he's into these books. These like That that test I sent you, the yeah. Enneagram test, uh-huh. he's the one that was like, yeah, you should do this. So it's pretty interesting. Now, if you don't answer those questions, honestly, if you answer them the way that you think you want to be portrayed or whatever, sure. it could be yeah. completely skewed. But right. I was really focused on like, this is who I've been in the past, yeah. not who I want to be in the future. And, yeah, I uh, tried to be very, uh, and a lot of them I had to do the the middle one. What was the yeah, one yeah, thing? yeah, somewhat, somewhat, or yeah. whatever. But I did try to be very. No, this is how I, I, you know, no, I am that way. I don't want to be that way. Yeah, but, I'm but that I way. am that way. Yeah. So let's just yeah. So I kept. I didn't like some of the. Well, I was a seven. I think I said I was a seven. Yeah, yeah. Some of it, it was like. I didn't agree with the explanation because maybe maybe I wasn't as honest as I thought I was being. Right. Maybe subconsciously, I. Well, what my dad said was that we're all some of all of it. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just sure. that your focus, your primary, so you'd have like yeah. a wing and something yeah. else or whatever. Makes sense. Which is yeah, I totally agree with that because I was reading this book about the eight characters of comedy sitcoms, and they were talking about it's basically like these eight archetype characters that are like very you know like the asshole. The, the dummy, mm-hmm. the, uh, the you know, the, the by-the-book person or whatever. You know, it's like these just different – you think about it, Like they were using Friends as an example, like mm-hmm. as having all eight, you know, on stage at the same time. But they were also clear that each character probably has three or four attributes of other things as well, not just one straight – like Kramer is like the, the weirdo, right? Yeah. You know, but he also has like some of the dummy and some of the – you know, just – it was a great, like, eye-opening thing about, uh-huh. like, who I could be on stage or how I should be portraying myself. But at that same time, you know, our biggest blind spots are the things, you know, that we're never going to, like, agree with. Like, you know, like, I know that there's, like, a certain level of disdain for me, or at least I feel like that in the comedy community. Mm-hmm. For some, for some things that like I'm completely unaware of, but it's also none of my business what other people think of me. Right. So it's like an an exercise in like this Buddhist thing of just be the best person you can be, and 
the more you worry about like what other people think. So that's what, the, what it was. It was this book called The Four Agreements, which is on audiobook. I highly suggest you start listening as soon as we get done with this podcast. Four agree- okay, because I'm the looking four. for a new book on audio. Yeah, Four Agreements. It's it's super yeah. like you'll get through it before the end of the day. So is it a is it a, like a motivation or is it like an actual fiction? It's just basically book, kind of – I don't really even want to, like, taint it for you, but the introduction will give you everything you need to know about it. And it's not a story. It's basically just, like, um, like the, there's, like, four things that if you really focus on these four things, hello, uh, it can help you, like, just focus in life. I and so you. it's, like, one of the – the first agreement is um, be your word. Your word is impeccable. Mm-hmm. So, like – if you say you're going to do something, do right, it. Right. You know what I mean? And and it kind of goes through these different things about like how much that means. But it also talks about like the thousands of other agreements that we make that aren't based in fact or truth or anything like that. So like somebody might have said to you when you were four years, five years old, um, you're ugly and you can't dance or whatever. So when you're four, you're like, oh, maybe I am ugly and I can't dance. And so you never dance again and you have low self-esteem about your appearance or whatever. And then you live into that because you've made an agreement about it. we oftentimes we never re-examine the agreements that we've made with ourselves. Right. Another sense. one of the agreements is don't take anything personal. You know what I mean? And that's something that I struggle with that's a, tough a lot. It, it is. <laughs> it is. But it's like really what when somebody says something like that to you, it's saying a lot more about them than it is you. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I hear what you're saying, but to like have it be like, uh, ruin your day kind of stuff. I've had that happen. And that's what really, it really was an exercise in that when the guy kicked me out of his car because I apologized to him. I said, I'm sorry if I offended you. And I got out of the car in downtown Detroit at 2.30 in the morning where I didn't have a car or know anybody. I had to wait an hour to get an Uber. Literally, it was that? He would not take you home where you needed to go? I was just going to ride to the hotel where the girls were staying. My hotel was like 20 minutes away. But I was like, at least I'm in civilization. We were in an empty restaurant parking lot where he had parked his car. And we also walked like five minutes to get there. And he could have tapped me on the shoulder at any time and been like, man, I didn't appreciate you saying this. And we could have had a conversation about it. But he didn't. He waited until I like got sat down in the car. and We were all in the car. And then he was like, look. I was like. Wow, okay. that's right. I didn't realize it was that. I mean, I, I guess I wasn't. I, I kind of came. I in. did take it personal at first. I mean, it was hard. It was a lot of exercise, but it was like that night. I was just like, <sighs> well, it's also hard not to take it personal when it affects what you. You know, it'd be one thing if he said, "Hey, man, you're a dummy or you're yeah, a jerk." Well, what or, it did was it made me question my own blackness, which I'd never done before. Right. And at the same time, it's like, why would I let anybody that doesn't know me or I don't know them make me question my own reality? Right. Well, you my, know what I mean? My part of it would just be like being left yeah. somewhere. That I, was know, that the other part you can deal with because it's just a personal disagreement of how a, one should act or say what things. But yeah. for you to be left, yeah, in a town that fun. none of us were from, yeah, yeah. Dude, that right there is the part that I'd be taking personal. Be like, damn, dude, there's other ways you could have handled this. That's like you said, you could have told me before you wanted to make a, you know, make yourself look like whatever. I don't know if you're trying to be like the. You know, make a scene to make yourself look moral or make yourself look right. And then just to tell you to get out. And, oh, no, dude, that would have been, yeah. been a tough one. It, it is. It, it it was. And it was like, especially to deal with when I was in an altered state of consciousness. Right. But yeah. at the same time, that's what allowed me to get off of it as quickly as I did. I didn't talk to them. They were like texting me that night. Like, so sorry. Oh, my God. I should have got out. We should have got out with you. We should have said something. And I'm like, nah, let's talk about it tomorrow. 
you know what I mean? Let me just sleep on this and see how yeah. I feel tomorrow. That had to be tough for them too. Oh, to be absolutely. In that situation. Like, absolutely. I mean, the dude, they should have said, I mean, damn, I would have been like, no, nah, dude, you ain't going to leave him. But here's the thing, easy though. For me to say how, that there. I, I bet you it's never happened to anybody, any of yeah, them. It was the first time for me, probably first time for them. And, like, the looks on everybody's faces, like Chelsea, the bartender, she was like, was like looking at me. And Dom was there, too. Yeah, yeah. But he had, he had his own car, so he had already left. Like, oh. he walked to his. So I could have gone with him. Right. Dude, you know what I mean? another thing, man. He could have been like, yo, you got to ride with Dom. And I would have been like, I wouldn't even questioned it. Like, yeah. oh, cool. So I'd rather. But let's wrap it here, man. I got to go pick up my son for a sushi date. And uh, Jeremiah Johnson, I got it got it on got it on confirmation. I never knew that was Robert Redford. Buddy. Yeah. Doug, right, love you, baby. You, and we'll, uh, we'll get another one in next week.